0: This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. It's time to talk about our next gate. And before we do, just want to update you on the happenings. Of course, Aesthetic Next is rapidly approaching. If you're not already yet attending, you can use my last name, McLean 50 for a, that's five zero, <laughs> for a discount off of your ticket. Um, I'm so looking forward to it this year because that's the first time an esthetician will be teaching a workshop and yeah, I'm like, I'm just so jazzed, and to be teaching about my modality that I've been developing. So, Friday, I'll be workshopping Energetic Aesthetics Reiki Level One. If that catches your attention, floats your boat, um, I would love to see you there. I'm just over the moon about getting to do that. And I'm pre recording this. i am actually when this release, I'll be away on a training. Um, already starting to get this out in the world. This has been like a long, a long standing vision, and seeing these things start to come to life has just been I don't know, it's like in, in anticipation, but it's incredible. You're like, oh my God, the things like actually really happening, you know, stuff that you've had a vision for for years, actually, um, starting to manifest in the world is pretty incredible. Um that's some generator power for you. It's like showing up day in and day out, like the true consistency, regardless of you know, things actually already being in your reality or not. Um so yeah, just a little, a little note of encouragement for anybody when you're like, you have a vision, you want to see it through. This is again, I love this. I love it when I (laughs) I'll start in on the intro and I'm like, this is so relevant to the gate we're talking about we're going to talk about. It's about devotion. so and commitment. um, and that's been it. I'm like, I've been committed to this vision for a very long time in this system and, you know, this this wisdom. So I'm just excited. I'm so excited. So anyway, um also, of course, that be teaching on the same night of the nexties. um I'm up for a of the year if you're feeling froggy and you want to vote for the people that you, are you know seeing and noticing that are like doing an incredible job go do it if you're in the industry um yeah and then of course the latest the latest thing is still my uh yoga nature collection that dropped the 13 different ones for each type and authority so this is that super easy way to bring human design into your treatment room you can just simply have your patients or clients send you their chart you don't need to do it have them get their get their birth certificate out at home and like send it your way. Um, I've gotten such great feedback from people that are taking my course, other professionals, um, estheticians, saying that they're like, I'm connecting so deeply with my patients, um, which gets me. It, it makes me so happy. I'm like, it's like people actually seeing and noticing like the value of what it is that I'm doing here, and so they're getting to look at their chart this person in particular is like studying through the classes what's going on you know seeing it in in the clients um then being able to utilize the nidras in the treatment room like oh, okay i have a splenic projector here so i'm going to play that nidra i'm going to customize their treatment to them um it's just more and more ways to support people soothe their nervous system do so many cool things with like Next to no effort, honestly, and that's the whole point. It's supposed to be lazy. It's a lazy, and easy way to get it beautiful and to like facilitate healing for your patients and clients. Yoga nidra, I go into depth, episode one eighty eight. But um, I love it. I keep seeing more and more things pop up about its benefits, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I've been on the string for years. So again, I'm just like, I just feel so validated in so many ways, and I'm like, yep, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we're starting to catch up to what i've been you know kind of obsessed with for a really long time on a lot of levels so anyway that's what uh yeah that's what's kicking right now um but yeah getting that feedback was like really really cool for me because i think going back a few years i mean just talking about aesthetic next the first year i was invited first year they had estheticians um my old plastic surgeon i used to work for he actually helped me uh figure out like what what were my talks going to be about and really help like coach me through it it's like so sweet so incredible for him to do that um shout out to dr wheeler uh and you know one of the things he pointed out he's like you are able to know people in like you know what it would take you a few minutes to like discern from their chart and really make them feel seen and like you understand them it create a deep connection. He's like, you can do that in in such a short period of time versus like what it would take somebody else years to develop that level of a relationship with them. And I was like, whoa, that's like such an incredible point and something I want to make sure to basically point out to people. You know, there's so many ways that this can be utilized. I mean, we're just again, we're scratching the surface on on all the benefits and all the ways that I plan to help my set of providers utilize the tools that I have in their treatment rooms. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Um, you know, pop over to Instagram, follow me at McCain McLean, get all the weekly updates and stuff um, over there and all the links in bio are current. Okay, so moving on. Um, my disclaimer, every time, what do I say? Don't try to understand this at the mental level just let the sound current the energy frequency of beauty sink deep into your cells like good skincare. All right, so gate 29. We're arriving at the end of Leo season. I'm like, oh. Not I'm I'm kind of like that's fine that's fine, but uh like I, I think I mentioned before it's like I have a Leo moon and a Leo north node so this is always kind of like an activative time or an activating is that a minimum word activating time for me personally in my chart um i'm going to teach more classes i got i got so much stuff up my sleeve that i'm like i want to introduce people to so many cool concepts um but yeah like for you to know like why would this be a special time for you or why would another season even if i'm not a leo i'm a pisces but why would why would that in particular be important Okay, sorry. We're we're gonna bring it back. I'm going off on a tangent, but just know I've got there's the hamster wheel in my brain is like going to town. I made my protein shake this morning with coffee, and I think I'm I'm just kind of a little like right now. Sorry, I gotta bring a little humor into these. Um, okay, so back back to the business. We're at the end of Leo season. Gate 29. This is located in the sacral center and it's part of the collective abstract sensing circuitry. So this is the more yin, feminine, experiential, intuitive, receptive side of the chart that is focused on reflecting on and making sense of the past. Abstract circuitry is very much about the journey not the destination you know you could say like hindsight is 2020 um it's definitely not about goals it's about the experience like having and living the experience and then sharing it and sharing share is the keynote for collective circuitry Okay. So starting with the center itself, the sacral is the major motor center of the body graph. It's responsible for generating sustainable, that's always the key word with the sacral, sustainable life force energy that powers up the whole world. So gate 29, 29, there's that uh, coffee shake. Um, Gate 29 is known as the abysmal. It's the gate of perseverance or the deep within the deep. And the keynote here is commits to an experience completely for true discovery potential. So, the low side of this, uh, it's a really beautiful energy, but this is a gate that can cause a person to overcommit and be like a yes man, yes woman, yes person, Um, especially if the gate is red, coming from the unconscious or the design side of the chart, where you're kind of doing it without even being aware that you're doing it um where you're just over committing your energy places that it doesn't belong out of should duty obligation those are all keywords that i do talk about for generators specifically um if you ever have taken your my master class for for generators that's kind of like we we get a little wrapped up in that you know like oh i should i have the energy so i should right no <laughs> so um basically what's what's the problem with that it's like you can become a quitter like gate 29 in its low expression is a quitter and why because you didn't enter into the thing correctly in the first place so that's that's an interesting little i'm a tangent here again that's an interesting thing like if you identify with that like oh i've been called that before it's like well was it the thing for you in the first place you know or did you say yes because you felt like you had to, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, right? So interesting interesting little nugget, little little, little marker in the chart to look at. Um, So yeah, if you didn't commit to things correctly in the first place through your own strategy and authority, so you could be any type and have this, but the only people that can have the entire channel are generators or manifesting generators, depending on what else is going in the chart. But just to point that out, So a non-sacral being could have 29, but they're not gonna have the entire channel here because that would create a generator. So, you know, this this applies. It's like you have to, you have to do it according to your own strategy and authority, no matter what that is, right? There are people I know, somebody in particular in my that just comes into my mind that I know has gate 29. It's a mess. It's a total mess here, you know, always you know kind of making plans and then next thing you don't like it just falls off and um or they enter into things and the next thing you know that they've like quit that because clearly they did not enter into what oftentimes just from observation seems like anything correctly you know it's just it's like a very repetitive um pattern that i have come to observe so the high expression here is that it's all about the sacral response process. Basically, when somebody with a 29 says yes to something, it invests itself into that thing. It's committed, it's in it for however long it takes. This is a deeply devoted energy, but it's crucial that you're cognizant of what you're committing to and that you're using your strategy and authority. It's always going to be the magic, <laughs> the magic, uh, Oh, what am I trying to say? You know the formula—it's like strategy and authority, always, always, always. Um, that basically, you're not saying yes from the mind. None of us are meant to make decisions from the mind. So, identifying what your specific strategy and authority is—shameless plug here for my yoga nidras, because you can start to learn to do it effortlessly. Just program yourself with that, um, so that you're you're living your life according to the most important yet most basic piece of human design like we're over here talking about deep stuff about 29 this doesn't matter it does not matter if you are not living not knowing but living your strategy and authority okay so anyway you're not supposed to be doing it from your mind um that's just that's an across the board rule okay okay So anyway, 29 is also about the experience. If you, excuse me, you can't, right? Not the mind, you can't plot it out. This is about things showing up for you and then responding to them, you know, writing the experience out to completion, looking back at the end, reviewing and discovering what pearls of wisdom to take away for the future. So if you have this gate hanging, you've just got the 29, you do not have the partner, the 46, which we will get to in a moment. Um, Basically, the 46 gives you direction, you know, so it's like 29 is ready to dig in and commit and do some work. It just may not know (laughs) what direction they're meant to go in. Okay. I find, I find kind of back, back to uh, the observations that I make with people with this um again somebody in particular in my mind right now it's like all over the place you know like too many things going on and not focusing enough on one thing to like get that stuff completed you know so again check your chart sacral is the the one at the tummy 29 is going to be on the right hand side at the top aiming up toward the diamond at the middle of the g center Okay, so in the gene keys, the shadow of this one is half-heartedness. Um, so the two sides of that is over-committed <laughs> or unreliable, right? Which I kind of think those in a weird way. Go, they go hand in hand. Like you spread yourself too thin, you've over-committed, and now you are unreliable. You know, like what? Then the gift is commitment, and the city is devotion. And every time I love that word, it always makes me think of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Whom I love. But, you know, uh, the word devoted, it means to forever lie in the lap of the divine. It's like you're just, yeah, you're giving yourself over to something. So in the Gene Keys, um, Richard Redd says, the secret to all commitment lies in the way in which you begin. It is the energy behind your actions that creates your future rather than the actions themselves. There is nothing that is worth doing in life unless it is done with absolute commitment. It doesn't matter whether you love it or hate it, if you attempt anything half-heartedly, you might as well not attempt it at all. Without commitment, action lacks power or direction, and above all, it lacks luck. This last comment may sound rather odd, but there exists a universal law that anything that is done with full commitment carries within it the seed of good fortune. Likewise, anything done without full commitment carries the seed of misfortune. All of life is a continuum, and every action you take leads down a certain path. It must also be said that there is no morality behind this universal law of commitment. It simply represents an invitation for you to trust in life. When you do something half-heartedly, you are actually behaving dishonestly. You may not be literally dishonest with others, but you are being dishonest with yourself and with life, and this always has unpleasant consequences. Commitment operates within a cycle, and at the end of its cycle, it either automatically renews itself or it lets go and commits to something else. These cycles can be of many different lengths. The cellular cycle lasts for seven full years, since that is how long it takes the body to replace all of its renewable cells true commitment within a cycle of time therefore lasts seven years or more. Cycles of desire can last much less time, but each has its own built-in timing mechanism. Human beings must work through their desire cycles until they reach a natural completion. Unfortunately, there is no simple way to know when something will end. You need to remain committed until the play has ended of its own accord. If you break out of a cycle prematurely, your life will reconstruct the same patterns of experience until you actually finish the cycle and learn the lessons it holds for you. The 29th shadow keeps most human beings in repeating patterns because they do not follow things through to their natural endings. True commitment includes the energy to overcome obstacles and adversity. Half-heartedness is about giving up at the first sign of trouble and discomfort. And ultimately, all half-heartedness is rooted deep in deep unembraced fear. The lesson that comes from the 29th shadow is really simple. If you quit something too soon, you will stay in the same old loop. But if you follow experiences through to the end, you will make quantum leaps, both in terms of your good fortune and your fulfillment. You need to see that this shadow, like all shadows, has a beneficial purpose in the long run. It teaches you the value of your experiences when you look back upon them with hindsight. If you look back and keep seeing the same old emotional traumas repeating in your life, you will eventually learn that what you are doing or not doing is the cause is causing these patterns, excuse me. People with the 29th gift in their hologenetic profile can be exceedingly lucky people. Their clear, committed decisions create the conditions for their own good fortune. These people cannot afford to be led by others. They cannot listen to teachers, gurus, oracles, or systems. Neither can they succumb to pressure or expectation from others. Their decisions flow from deep within their bellies and brook no argument. Commitment is a wholesome energy, as though nature itself were taking control of your destiny and showing you the way ahead. It is at this stage that you begin to understand that to commit is also to surrender. Rather than expending a huge effort to maintain your commitment, you simply surrender yourself to it. Whether you have the 29th gene key as an aspect of your profile or not, luck is made or unmade here every time you make a clear decision in life. This can be especially true in business. Like a microcosm of life, business is a journey with ups and downs. Prosperity is directly linked to clear commitment, both in your relationships and in your daily work. Within business, there are many cycles that begin, end, and begin again. Financial success cannot be measured by a single cycle, but by continued commitment and certainty in your decision making. For example, sometimes when you say committed to a direction that seems to be unsuccessful, it opens into opportunities that later become successful. You cannot think your way through life. You can only align your inner direction truly, trust in it, (laughs) trust in it, come what may, and allow nature to do the rest. That's the pure magic of the 29th gift. Okay, so my notes here is that this is part of a generated channel. Um, this acts in response. So things show up. You know, it gives you that yes or no. It's like, do you have the energy and excitement for this thing to commit your energy to it? So again, distress only generators and or manifesting generators, which are really one and the same <laughs> um they're the only ones that can have this entire channel because that would give you sacral definition. So our non-sacral friends, they can, they can have that gate hanging by itself, but they cannot have, um, they cannot have the full channel. Um, anyway, back to sacral beings though. I'm like, Oh girl, girl, like a generator with this energy, this channel, like that. That's some that's some real stuff right there, you know, that it's like I'm like it's scary how committed these people can be. you know, they are built to go the freaking distance. um I think of people that I know with this and I'm just like, yes, yes, I love it. um definitely the tortoise, not the hare, you know. um just keep going, keep grinding like it's it's so good. um, okay, so this. This, though, kind of again, a little bit more of like a warning with it, it has the potential to be extremely uh, detrimental on a physical level for non sacral beings. So, again, if you're a manifester, projector, reflector that has this just hanging out on its own, um, because it's that's incredibly depleting, you know, those are types that do not have consistent energy, like the sustainable energy piece, you know, so it's like. There's something you're wired in a way to like kind of want to be consistent, but yet you don't have like the actual physical energy for that. So this can be a marker like for major burnout. Um, It's one of its nicknames is the gate of slavery. (laughs) (laughs) Like we don't want to be a slave, right? Like, no, no, thank you. Um, And and also it can be uh, it can be detrimental for people that do have their sacral defined. Um again, meaning generators and manifesting generators, because even though they have plenty of energy, they wind up spending their precious life force on everything except the things that actually make them happy. And the world really needs sacral pe- people to use their use their life force positively and be happy. um use it on things that make them excited because that just basically generates more good positive life force energy. Um. A few other things to watch for in the chart, you know, if you have 29 in your design, uh, would be like an undefined solar plexus. That's you're gonna want to people please. If you have an undefined spleen, afraid to let go of what's not good for you. Um, uh, if you have 29 and an undefined ego, feeling like, you know, you have something to prove and like the commitment to try to prove yourself. And and basically all that all that said is like you're just gonna be leaking your life force like crazy, you know. Okay, so channel partner to this one is excuse me, not the channel partner, the programming partner. Oh my goodness. Um, so when the sun isn't Leo in gate 29, the earth is automatically opposite in Aquarius gate 30. And gate 30 is known as the clean fire, it's the gate of feelings and this one is freedom recognized as an illusion and limitation accepted as fate it's the fear of the fates uh, this produces a very powerful wave fueled by desire to feel deeply nervousness about what might or might not happen so i always call this one of the gate of the deep feels it contains a potential awareness to recognize a feeling um and all in all, it's like, this is another one prone to burnout uh, because, you know, it's just like, it wants to go deep. It does not want to skim the surface, which, you know, like all these things, it's like there's a high and low expression of exactly that. Um, so, yeah. And then, and like I said, there can be an anxiety about like not really knowing where things are going, um, but it's definitely someone who can go there and deeply connect Um just really important always to kind of like surrender the expectations with again this is part of the collective abstract circuitry and it's emotional it's like all right let's just let's get into it let's be passionate let's be excited and and you know the desire for new experiences like let that be okay um definitely brings emotional intensity for sure and uh yeah i'll laugh because i'm the although the other two we're talking about today i don't have but I do have that one. That's my, my Mercury in Aquarius. I'm like, oh yeah, she deep. Okay, so then the gate that completes the channel is a bridge gate. It's a Virgo to Libra. It's gate 46, forming the channel of discovery. And 46 is known as pushing upward. It's the gate of determination of the self. And the keynote for this one is love of the body, determination to follow through. So 46 is one of the four main love gates in human design about having love for your physical vessel, what it means to be in a body, to be embodied, um, you know, again, the the body aspect of mind-body-spirit connection. Can I say body again? Is that too many times? Like <laughs> Two seconds. Um, so this one's definitely not about vanity. It's really just taking care of the actual, the vessel, you know? that you get to ride around in, your soul gets to inhabit. Um, yeah. So always with this one, you know, like it's about living that experience, you know, of what it, what it is like to be in a body and not, I don't know, dissociating from it. Um, you really want to, you know, some people are just very connected to their body and very in it. Like that's a 46 person. Uh, and then really loving it and oftentimes that means healing the relationship with the body I always feel that with a lot a lot of the love gates I have the other three in my chart and I'm like oh yeah I feel that um so yeah it just takes time to kind of like work through it but oftentimes you do see 46 in people's charts who work with the body in some way or fashion so 46 person meant to heal that so they can help other people heal their relationships with their bodies. Um, so love that, love that. So when the two come together, we've got 29, you know, the pure power, the commitment, the, uh, the consistency, the, the sustainability of the sacral connecting up to that physical love and the G center. So when the two come together to form the channel of discovery it's about the body responding to the right thing at the right time to basically you know your body putting you in the in the right place to be in this channel is all about checking your expectations at the door and just committing to the thing right whatever the thing is that experience just being in it and then seeing it through to its natural conclusion without wavering without faltering You're going to discover the why, right? It's not predetermined from the mind, right? It's not like, well, I'm going to enter into this experience because of this. And this is what I'm expecting to get out of it. It's like, leave the expectations at the door and just go be about the journey and see what happens. Um, The keynote for this channel is a design of succeeding where others fail. So these people, you know, if you have it, if they have that whole channel and you use it correctly, it's about hanging in, taking it all the way home. You know, but again, you're waiting to respond for the to the right thing to sort of initiate this this experience, this journey. Um, and again, since it's part of the sensing abstract circuitry, remember it's not about understanding in the moment, but reflecting on the experience after to make the true discovery, to share that discovery. Um, again, huh? Such so important. Clearly enter into things through your strategy and authority, and you will always be in the right place at the right time. And this channel is um, tantric energy. So when the sacral connects up to the G center, there are three channels there. Um, and this being one of them that are that that fall into this category. So basically it's about surrendering to the sacral. Like you let you literally let your gut lead you. Um, and then waiting to respond, you know, and in this case it's surrender to the cycles of life because this is collective abstract. This is about the past. Okay. So again, we're taking the power from the sacral. We're empowering the, the G center's love and direction and that physical vessel, the vehicle. Um, but the sacral is the boss. So, with tantric energy, it really is about simple clarity in the yes or the no. You know, that's what waiting to respond means is like that sacral gets asked, yes or no. And if it's a yes, you know, it's like you're all in. And if it's a no, then do not commit yourself to the thing. It sounds so easy. And this is the hard part again is like the living, the design, you know, it's like, separating the mind and the shoulds and the have-tos from what your body is telling you. And the the longer you are in this experiment, the more you will, and you'll see it. You'll see when you're doing it. And it's so cool because it takes time. And I love that Richard Rudd talks about the seven years in this particular one, because that is a huge concept in human design. It, from the time you are introduced to your design, the first time you ever see your chart to when you are, you know, Really, kind of more loving it. It's like that's seven years. I'm in, I'm at that level, you know? And so I can definitely see it's like it can be small things where you're like, mm, yeah, no, that's, that's not for me or that is for me, you know? And you definitely notice where your mind is trying to tell you to do something because you should. And when you shouldn't, your body knows better. So astrologically, we've got. Leo connecting to either Virgo, which is in conjunct, or Leo connecting to Libra, depending on where that 46 lands um astrologically. And that would be a sextile. Um, but but the important thing I think Leo is the fixed sign in this, in this grouping. It's like that's the one that's like I'm digging in my heels, I'm locking in, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it the, the full distance, you know, which is cool. And that's that that fixed energy, the deep within the deep. So this is happening in the third quarter of the wheel, the quarter of duality, purpose-filled through bonding. And it really is about committing your energy through bonding, right? Committing yourself, your energy to something else, commitment, devotion, right? Um, I love this too. So my little esthetician connection this time, I mentioned her last time, but Marie as in Marie skincare. Um, she's a sacral generator with this full channel. And um, I've known Marie now for, for a few years and just like watching her and everything that she's done. It's like, I just love it because it's she a pure generator. I just relate so hard. Um, watching the process and the consistency and the, you know, like, okay, this is this is the experience that I like I want to have. And now she has her beautiful clinic, Makey face down in Arizona. Um, and just seeing all of that unfold and and like, is it truly like the consistency and the commitment? Um, it's just amazing. It's amazing. Like I, I love to see it anyway. She's awesome. Um, and for me, like I said, I don't have any part of this channel. But I do think about, you know, I am a secret generator and it's like just the commitment to the things that I love, you know, I know it's correct for me because it's like, oh, yes, it, you know, like it gets you excited, it lights you up. It's like all of this, like this podcast, this is a labor of love. You know, I'm sharing so much information and I do this. so I mean, I treat it like a job. You know, every time a gate episode comes out, comes out on a line one day. There's a reason for that. And I never missed. I've been doing this now for like a year and a half. And we're talking two, three episodes per week. I'm just like on it. Why? I'm compelled. Like It is my, it is my sacral energy that's like, you have to do this. You love this. You know, I'm a four at one as well. I'm just like, it's just i'm a train on a track you know um but i love it and and it's just been so so fascinating to kind of like even observe yourself um because i've been tracking the transits for like a number of years now and i know i mentioned this before but it work work cannot talk working on a book um and bringing it all together through like my own lens and there's an absolute commitment to that and commitment to like this vision where I feel like, hey, I've I've been on this train for, like I mentioned at the beginning, very long time. And yet not feeling like everybody was like super receptive to it. And now I feel like the the tides are turning, you know. And it's like that that to me is this. It's like the commitment, regardless of what the external, um, external reality looks like. You know, you were just passionate you're compelled you're going to work regardless and keep going so love this energy so good okay so um do you have this gate i already mentioned where you can find it you know sacral upper right hand side um yeah if you have it black red red and black that means you 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 have it defined in your chart somewhere if it's white like mine you don't but check the other side the 46 if you have that side, you will be getting a full channel. You're going to be getting some sacral power. I know you feel a little extra power um, for the next six ish days, uh, but it's always fun. Like I said, to observe it in other people and really, um, yeah, really be able to understand it. So again, this is where it comes into what I mentioned in the beginning: being able to look at your patients or your clients' charts and understand more things about them, making people feel seen and understood um, in ways that nobody else does is a game changer. So if you've listened to the end of this long and you are a provider, I'm telling you this is the secret sauce you need. You need to get in on um, my trainings because it will help you excel in your treatment room. Um, Okay, so of course, I'll be back soon with more. Make sure you're following me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean, because I post weekly updates with um, an interpretation of how to use this information in your treatment room, along with essential oils, crystals, you know, frequencies that are going to help support you, just support you in the treatment room as well with this, uh, yeah, with the active energy. And of course i will be back soon with more if the episode was of value to you i would love it if you would leave it a five-star rating and review because it just helps it get out to more people get get just more exposure which is amazing and if you want to learn more human design of course you can start with the free guide the 11 other classes um which <laughs> let me back up that same person was like I'm recommending these classes to my clients and I was like that's really the point of it if you want to study with me if you're a provider come take my golden experience guide course you know or train with me through my other modalities but I made these these classes super accessible for everyone on purpose it was like 11 dollars. I mean well, I would give them away for free you know <laughs> but I'm <laughs> like but I'm like, I made it really accessible on purpose because I want that. If you are using it in your treatment room and then you realize, whoa, actually this this would really um, benefit my clients, point them point them in that direction. The yoga neuters, everything, I make those things super accessible. If you really want to train, yes, like let's invest our time and energy and everything into that. But all of this is, um, it's just more tools to support you and your clientele. So Keep that in mind. Um, yeah, we'll just blend it there. Until next time, have a beautiful day.